Thank you, Cherie. 739. It's time again for You and Your Money, sponsored by Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky Strategic Wealth Advisors. With us this morning, Lawrence Hale, Principal Managing Partner and Chief Investment Officer at Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky Strategic Wealth Advisors. Lawrence, good morning to you. Morning, Gary. Love the tie today. Thank you very much. A little art going on here on my tie. Thank you for the uh, Baker's Dozen Coffee, too. We appreciate uh, that very much. All right, so I love our, our sit-downs here uh, with the gang at Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky. And today we're going to be talking about why making investments alone isn't enough to achieve your financial goals and what you should be doing in addition to investing. But first, here we go. Uh, we got the big market. Oh, I was thinking of you this morning, uh, earlier this morning. I do Today in History. Okay. So uh, Today in History, October 19th. Uh, 10 years ago today, 10 years ago today, the Dow Jones Industrial Average had its worst day in four months, sinking 205.43 points, or 1.5%, to close at $13,343.51. And I'm old enough uh, at my age now, I've seen markets up, down. I find that the older I get, I don't get as excited anymore as I used to. Uh, but October, uh, yeah. October is traditionally like a, a kind of not only scary for Halloween, but scary for the stock market. Well, people look back and they they see some of the things that have happened in October. And I think they, they portray that as is always going to happen in October. And I'll, yeah. to, to put some of that hist- history in context, you, know, you were saying the Dow was around 13,000. It's over 30,000 right yeah. now. Yeah. And that was 10 so years ago. Right. It's, uh, you know, perspective makes a big difference. If yeah. you're looking at things on a day to day basis, you know, a 200 point move today. Yeah. It's not. Not a rounding error, but it's not a big day. Uh, you know, a big day is like seven, eight hundred points in a, yeah. in a day. We don't like to see those necessarily regularly, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, markets work for you over time. Exactly, and that is that is uh, uh, we always come back to that. So anyway, uh, what is the uh, market update since we last spoke? Well, markets. Uh, I wish I could say they were up uh, for the year, but they they re- continue to uh, struggle throughout the year. It's really there haven't been too many rocks to hide under in in twenty twenty two. Uh, in the capital markets with both stocks and bonds posting losses year to date, even though we've had some periods of, of respite over the summer and, and a, a couple of uh, nice days recently. S&P 500 down about 23% uh, through Friday with a, a little bit of a bounce earlier this week. But to put that in, in context, uh, looking at history, three years over the last three years, it's it's uh, returned about twenty six percent. So even though we've had a, a bad start to the year, um, it, you know it, it can deliver some very strong returns. International markets weak, a little bit worse than uh, than domestically, particularly with the strong dollar and and weakened Europe. Um, they're down around twenty five percent year to date. And bonds have struggled. They've actually had their worst year since nineteen forty nine. It's been a, a really big. Uh, challenge this year as interest rates have gone from essentially rock bottom uh, to, you know, I would say what historically is considered more reasonable ranges. But the the Barclays aggregate uh, bond index posting about a 15 percent loss year to date. That's a that's a big one for for bonds. And uh, to give a little bit of perspective, a year ago today, we talk about history, the two year treasury. So a two year treasury bill was yielding 0.36 percent. Guess what it was yielding as of Friday? I don't know what. Almost four and a half percent. Wow. wow. So That's it's incredible. gone up yeah. tremendously. That's huge. So good for savers, yeah. good for people investing in the short term, but 
All right. So a great update. I appreciate that. These are indeed interesting times in which we live. Uh, So now let's get to our topic for the day. Uh, Lawrence, why aren't investments alone enough to achieve financial goals? Well, Gary, making investments without a strategic financial plan is, is like making payments on a luxurious home to enjoy in your retirement without really ever knowing where it is, how to get there, or how to avoid uh, getting lost along the way. And yet investing without a plan is is really surprisingly common. We like to say a goal without a plan is just a wish. Um, if you're making investments or your financial advisor is on your behalf and you don't have a specific and strategic uh, plan in place, you're really doing yourself a disservice because the fact is you've only completed half of what you need to do to make your financial uh, and life goals a reality. So investments are important, obviously, but you can't make them work for you to the highest potential if you don't have a plan. That's what you're saying. That makes sense. Uh, but where do, where do you start in uh, making a strategic financial plan? Well, the first step is, is actually pretty simple. It's actually just knowing what your financial goals are. Uh, it may seem obvious, but sometimes it's easy to overlook that shorter term money related goals, for example, wanting to save $20,000 this year. Um, sometimes there's other longer term or life goals like buying a house or taking a dream vacation that are going to require money too. And that affects how much you have left to spend and save. So when you start to identify some of your financial goals, it's important to figure out which goals fall under the short-term category, like a big vacation or something like that, uh, and which require more long-term planning, like saving for retirement. All right. So there's lots of different goals, but how can you tell if you should, if you should, if you should go under the, lo- the short-term or long-term category? Well, in general, short-term goals are defined as goals that, that will take about three years or less to complete, while long-term goals are more like a three to five year or beyond time horizon. All right. So why does categorizing goals into short-term and long-term goals, why does it matter so much? Well, it really comes down to knowing how to balance your overall financial goals within the resources that you have and using that information to create a holistic strategy that'll get you to achieve as many of those short and long-term goals as possible. So if for say, uh, if your goal is to have a million dollars saved for your retirement uh, and to support your income needs after you stop working and you want to save this amount by the time you're 65, let's say, you need to have a plan in place that tells you how much money you need to save today, how much next year, and how much in the subsequent years uh, in order to meet that goal. And once you know that number, you'll know how much of your income remains to tackle some of those shorter term goals you may have in the next few years. So having that balance and being able to do some of what you want in the short term can also provide a great motivation to stay on track for long term goals that seem kind of far away, but are very important. All right. Good point there. Uh, So once you know what your goals are and you understand which goals are short term, which are long term, what do you do next? Well, one of the easiest ways and and it's something we use at at, at WHC is um, to use the SMART goal method. So I know we're SMART, but we use a SMART goal (laughs) process. So SMART's really an acronym that stands for Specific Measurable achievable, relevant, and time-bound. So thus the SMART acronym. Uh, And by applying this metric to each of the goals you've defined above, you can create a simple plan for each one. So let's maybe use an example of saving for that dream vacation and how you can apply that that SMART method uh, to make this a reality. So the first one is specific. So the specific component of that goal may be, I wanna go on my dream vacation in two years, and I estimate this cost will cost me Uh, trip will cost me $5,000. So that's very specific. So then the next step, make it measurable. 
So break it broken down, this means I need to save about $210 every month. So that's, you can measure your progress. Uh, next, how do you can make it achievable? So if your current budget gives you about $1,000 in disposable income per month, that will, in fact, allow you to set aside the required funds. It does take some discipline, but it, it mm-hmm. you have the ability to achieve that goal, that savings rate. Then double check if it's relevant. So is this goal something that's really important to you or are there other goals that matter more than saving for this vacation that you might want to deploy these resources for instead? And lastly, of course, time bound. So putting a deadline on the goal will allow you to create uh, a schedule for achieving it, which makes it much more likely to succeed. And that could be as simple as I'm going to start saving $210 next Friday. Okay. So we've established the goals. We've taken your advice, smart goals. We got it going on. Now, how do you stick to it? Well, you know, it really helps uh, to, to make sure that uh, it, you make it easy for yourself. And you can do that by setting up automatic transfers uh, to an investment or special savings account that, that you know you won't dip yeah. into. So you don't touch those dollars for something else. It also helps to track your progress celebrate your wins and know that a year from now when you're lounging on the beach you'll have proof that you can set and achieve goals for yourself all right so this all sounds good so do you incorporate smart goals into the financial planning process with all your clients absolutely we do and and you know in talking with our clients about what all their various goals are and important this is really an important first step in our plan well part of our plan well invest well live well strategic financial planning process. So putting those goals into the SMART goal framework is really useful uh, in helping our clients to understand how building a purposeful strategy and sticking with it can help them achieve what they want in life, whether it's saving for retirement, funding education, or going on that dream vacation. So it it also shows how important it is to look at your goals and financial picture as a whole uh, and not just in isolation so that you can strike the right balance in your investment decisions and financial strategy to keep the balance over the years because life, as we know, yeah. changes. Um, so we definitely help our clients sit down, define those SMART goals for themselves, and then we go a step further and use them as building blocks to, to build a comprehensive strategy for achieving the, their dreams. So if you're ready to, to go beyond just investing and see the difference in strategic financial planning and need a partner who can help you make your dreams possible, contact us at 860-928-2341 or online at whzwealth.com. We have a nice new yeah. website. Hope you get a chance to take a peek at it. Check out their website. Good stuff. Uh, great uh, information. Very important information. If you'd like to help building your own smart goals and strategic financial plan, get in touch with Lawrence and the rest of the team at Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky Strategic Wealth Advisors, 860-928-2341. Uh, you can email info at whzwealth.com or com- t- contact through their website, whzwealth.com. And a uh, good segment here today, Lawrence. And thanks for the Baker's Dozen, too. Absolutely. Appreciate that. Uh, Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky Strategic Wealth Advisors offer securities and advisory services through Commonwealth Financial Network, member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor, fixed insurance products and services offered through CES Insurance Agency. Again, they practice at 697 Pomfret Street, Pomfret Center, Connecticut, 860-928-2341. Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky Strategic Wealth Advisors do not provide legal or tax advice. The tenured financial services team strives to 
support clients in achieving their financial life goals. For more information regarding wealth management and customized financial planning with Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky Strategic Wealth Advisors, one more time on the website, whzwealth.com. And uh, I enjoy visiting your office, too. It's a beautiful setting year-round, but you've got like a front-row seat for autumn in New England. Isn't it gorgeous? Well, we certainly do. We yeah. uh, we have a uh, had a nice team event yesterday and, and actually carved some pumpkins. So now you if, you, really? if you come by the office, yeah. you can see our logo and yeah. WHZ uh, in pumpkins. <laughs> Got to check that out. But it's just, just driving anywhere in northeastern Connecticut. It is so beautiful. I love this time of the year. Hey, uh, Lawrence, good to see you and have a great day. You too, Gary. It's 7.51. W-I-N-Y, Community Radio, serving Northeastern Connecticut.